Hello, children of all ages, and welcome to another episode of Who's to Blame, the podcast, episode 537. Hope everyone is doing well today. How's everyone doing out there? Good folk, good people. Hoot, hoot, hoot nanny, hoot nanny, hoot nanny. If it is your first time tuning in, thank you so much. It does not go underappreciated at all. It does not, does not at all. Got high fives in the building. Chest bump. Uh, let's hug it out. Oh. If you're off today on this, what I like to call Thanksgiving Eve, congratulations. You probably deserved a day off today. It does feel good having a day off. It really does. And if you're traveling out there, safe travels to you. If you have family coming to town, hey, family, welcome. Welcome to St. Louis. Welcome, welcome, welcome. But there's so much going on for sure. But most importantly, having fun is definitely, definitely one of them for sure. <laughs> in a good way, in a good way for sure. It definitely is. It most definitely is. But how are you folks doing today? And if you're celebrating a birthday today, happy birthday to you. If you're celebrating an anniversary, happy anniversary to you. And most importantly, if you cooking, that's what's up. That's what's up if you cooking today. All right. Hello, Facebook. Hello, YouTube. Hello, X or Twitter. Thank you all for tuning into today's show of the podcast, Who's the Blame with Dre Montez. I'm going to get our mantras out the way here. We're going to let it go. Ignore them. Give it time. Don't compete. Stay calm. It's on you. And laugh. You got to laugh. Laughing is key. It is definitely key. And this time of year, we seem to put ourselves in a trap or a situation that uh, we don't understand all the time. Meaning, we put our hopes up in things that we have no control over in the sports world. Would it be football? Uh, would it be, uh, I guess, what to say to the right people in this situation? Uh, common courtesy, common fan love for the people, whatever it may be, we are there for sure. But sports is a big ordeal during this time of year, whether you're watching professional sports, college football, college basketball, men and women, and trying to figure out what's going on in the offseason of baseball can be a very time-consuming thing. But over the years, I've noticed something that I didn't pay attention to before. I, I don't know whether it's my own selfishness or something else I was seeing, but for some particular reason, odd reason, I just was not understanding the changes that go along with your traditional Thanksgiving and what you were raised in, everything that was around it at that time, you know, from the food to the traveling, to the sports, to not even understanding what's going on, appreciating the vacation and break from school in the workforce. You know, you don't go back to work to Monday. You know, it's it's different for everybody. It's trying times, it's times, it's tribulations, there's sorrow, there's pain, there's hurt, there's love. You get all these combinations. But as I said before and several times, I think the next 45 days, we want to see a lot of compassionate people out here in a different sense that we've never paid attention to before. And I'm looking forward to that for sure. I, I definitely am. And that whole sense of understanding that whole thing, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. And most importantly, I'm looking forward to this 
the football breakdown. The actual football breakdown from the backyard games to even in a sense of you actually being able to participate in such a function as uh, the game itself. Because a lot of us don't get a chance to get out there as we used to back in the Dizay due to age and places that we play at now. I mean, it's it's all over the place. But still, to that point, we're going to title today's podcast, episode 537, New Traditions on Turkey Day. What do you normally do on Turkey Day, Thanksgiving? What's what's in your area? What's going on? How is it mapped out across? How's this thing working out for you? I mean, back in the day, you know, it was about food and family and going outside. You know, when you're a little kid, you know, you don't, you don't, you're not around the ground, the grown people so much when you're a little bitty person. But as you get older, you get a little responsibility. Now you're checking how things are done and prepared around the house. You know, there's a process to this. You know, food just don't automatically appear anymore. You know, everybody has a role and a responsibility. If you're one of those families that do that, you bring the bread, you bring the rolls. You bring the cranberry sauce, you bring the soda, you bring ice. Everybody had a responsibility, but the main dishes were made by those ones that could do what? Burn. Burn is slang for cook their ass off. Who's to blame? But then there was another sense to it as well, as we were figuring out in the moment, is there's a sports side to this. Like People used to play backyard. Sandlot football on Thanksgiving morning. And it was fun. It was fun. It was a big ordeal for men, especially in the military days. It was a huge ordeal to play football Thanksgiving morning. It was just something about it, the way it made you feel. Just that whole essence of getting ready to eat some food and watch professional football. But in the meantime, you got your pregame, your appetizer. You're out there getting some football in, too. Not in your good clothes, either. Not in your good clothes. We're not putting the good clothes on for that. But it, it it came that way. And then that whole food thing, when food became important to you, you know, you stopped playing Sandlot football. Now you're out here dating. You got a girlfriend or a boyfriend that you bring them around the family the first time. Eating your family food. Send your great uncle and great aunt. And your cousins and nephews, everybody liquored up, seeing the best of them. Those were the times. Who's to blame? And then it comes the responsibility of you hosting your very first turkey day for your family. Oh, they come check out your house. You, 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 they they proud of you. But, but yeah, you didn't came a long way. Who's to blame? Look, look at your house. You can fit people in there. Ain't nobody sitting on milk crates. You got real furniture that match. You're feeling proud. You have enough room for everybody. And most importantly, you had the right people cooking. Who's to blame right there? But what are some of your family traditions that you have going on on this Turkey Day occasion when it comes to that? Not just playing the game of football, not watching football. Family, friends, the traveling, the visitors, the cleanup, the conversations, all of that is a part of Turkey Day celebrations. But here's something that I've learned. In my years of travel, speaking with people, and having conversations with people, not everybody 
watches football on Turkey Day. Not everyone is around their family in a position to travel. Not everyone eats turkey. Not everyone cooks on Thanksgiving. It's some different traditions out here on Turkey Day, and I find them very, very interesting. Last year, I found that a lot of people go hiking. I found this group that goes hiking. They go hiking on Thanksgiving morning. I found a group of dads that go over to Illinois and they go fishing. Found another group, they go swimming on Thanksgiving morning. And then far as the, I guess they call it Frisbee golf. I met some guys that do the uh, Frisbee golf on Thanksgiving morning. They're doing something different. There's no knock against it. I just find it very interesting. All these different things that are available for people to do on Turkey Day. There's nothing wrong with it. I think it's very creative to do something either by yourself with your immediate family or with a large group. Or if you're single, you get real creative to fill the void of the time. Not everyone likes to be alone. Not everybody wants to be around a bunch of people, but you find something that makes sense to you on Turkey Day, not the normal tradition. A big family, great conversations, a movie. The food is off the chain and there's sports. And there's a conversation going back and forth about the sports season. But at the same time, these different traditions kind of make people want to try them. There's been a lot of Turkey Day disasters where the food situation didn't actually work out the way you planned. Maybe there was an incident like in the movie A Christmas Story. Maybe the dogs got in the kitchen and things end up on the floor. Now you got to find somewhere to go eat. You didn't take nothing else out as a backup plan. So now we're on what, kids? We're in trouble. We're in trouble. Sometimes there are places that open. And I have found this out before. The places that are open on major holidays, even for a little bit of time, seem to do well financially because they seem to sell exactly what we need and want at that moment. But if there is a disaster with your main dish of food, in the backup plan, there's nothing wrong with eating other foods other than turkey on Thanksgiving. One year, over a decade ago, I had fried rice, and it was amazing. And the reason I had fried rice, sometimes the options are not <laughs> anything of your own faults. Maybe you get invited to a Thanksgiving dinner and the people finally admit to you, I really can't cook that good. But here's something that we're going to do instead. Okay, I'll take that. I like that honesty. But don't don't build up to the moment and we get there and now we can't have what we thought we were going to eat. You know, it was a last minute decision. But again, there was nothing wrong with it at all. Nothing wrong with it at all whatsoever. Now, here's the crucial point of the traditions of Thanksgiving. And I learned this in the South. You know, we always bickering here in the Midwest, especially. When you gonna put the tree up? When you gonna put when can we start playing Christmas music? Mm -hmm. And are we pulling names for gifts? Okay. We're gonna stay right there, pulling names for gifts. In the South, well, in Charlotte, North Carolina, back in the day, okay, this particular family I was with, they decided to draw names. After dinner, doing dessert on Thanksgiving, okay? 
just for the immediate family, get it out the way right there. You know, there was no cap on gifts the way we do now, 30 bucks or 40 bucks, depending on the family that you're in and your financial situation. But that's normally the time, you know, you have that discussion on the next holiday, Christmas, who house we going to. You plan all this out over the Thanksgiving dinner. As soon as dinner over with, now we get the book out. We start writing stuff down. What what we're doing for Christmas? What we going? What day we all going shopping? And we pulling names, doing dessert. The football game should be at halftime. The second game should be. You see how you got to talk these things out. There are some families that they just do things on the run and on the go. But who's to blame? In the end, Thanksgiving is one of, I think, one of the best holidays to visualize from afar. There's too many expectations for Christmas. There's too many expectations for Happy New Year. There's too many expectations on Happy Valentine's Day. But for Thanksgiving, the thanks and the giving, and seeing the people and the celebrations, that right there to me is like, one key moment. I think I'm more appreciative of Thanksgiving due to the military years and not living in my home state for over five years. That kind of makes you appreciate things a whole lot better when you're younger versus the when you're getting older. Now, I did mention something about football. A few years ago in my radio days, I actually did some commentating at a Thanksgiving morning football game. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. Somebody had deep fried a turkey, and we had a bunch of uh, Amber Bach beer. It was brisk that morning. It wasn't cold. It was brisk. It was good football weather. It was great football weather. See, playing football outside, and it's 80 and 90 degrees, not the same as when it's a little overcast in the morning, a little low-hanging cloud. You know, you got the dog over there bundled up, your kids over there with mittens on, clapping. This is not flag football either. This was tackle football with grown people back in the day. And it was beautiful. You get out there early enough where you're not missing football. You have one person deep fry one turkey. One turkey. Halftime, we all eat some of the turkey. End of the game, we finish up the beer, finish up the turkey. Everybody get home. It's time to pregame for the football game. There you go. That right there was a fun Thanksgiving. Oh, man. Then the Thanksgiving Eve celebration, which starts tonight, known as back in the day as oh, one of the greatest words in the world, Skanksgiving time. Oh, yeah. It gets out there for the right people that keep the ill-informed informed. And the ones that want to get into the club, they definitely can. But I do believe, as part of turkey traditions, Skanksgiving is nowhere the same it used to be. I think the internet fucked that up. I think the internet got involved with Skanksgiving and rule ruined that too. Who's to blame? But tonight, as the older people say, you youngsters be careful out there. It's rookie night. You know, don't drink and drive. Be responsible. Please be responsible. Have fun tonight. Just because you're young don't mean you can't do it. We're just telling you to be careful. Be smart about it. Don't go home with anybody. Be aware what vehicle you're getting in. Understand the friend mode. When we go out, we go out together, we come home together. Now, if you want to dip off and get you some ass, there must be rules and regulations. 
You got you to gotta talk about that before you go out tonight. If you're going to pregame, be safe. If you're going to party hard, have a backup plan. Turn your GPS home. Now, all you folks that are cooking, I hope you already took the turkey out the freezer. You don't want no problems tomorrow. If it's your first year ever trying to deep fry turkey, please, please watch every video you possibly can. Fire Department and EMT be on point. We will have a stress-free Thanksgiving turkey day. We, we will have that. Now, the other part, this is where things could run awry. This is when the day could be affected by you able to digest your food or enjoy your turkey day. And I mean the NFL lineup for tomorrow. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We got the Packers and the Lions. Detroit is in a position. They haven't had a record like this, this good, this winning, this late in the year. JFK was alive. JFK was alive and in office. Keep that in mind. The Packers. I think we all have understood what that football organization means to the fans of Lambeau Field. The days of Vincent Lombardi. We get all that. All that history. All that cheese. I think they're over their head right now because Detroit has their number. Detroit is playing in a way, man, that I'm really starting to appreciate this football team. Ever since I witnessed them on Hard Knocks last year, I don't get it. Washington Commanders and Dallas Cowboys. This game scares me due to the points that are given in this game. The thing about this matchup, it's on Turkey Day. Typical Dallas goes in this situation, blows out a team, or the latter happens. The unthinkable. How did Dallas lose this game? Now, just think about it. We just talked for four weeks about how good Dakota Prescott is. We just talked about for five weeks how Dallas has been on the bye. They should take the initiative and the attack while everybody's watching to prove us wrong. I would love to see a shutout in this situation, but we know how Dallas does on Turkey Day. We don't know if we're getting four legs, five legs, or six legs, but give me the Cowboys in that matchup. And our nightcap of the day, when dessert will be having, eaten, and given, Top button is undone. Women got their bra off, if they were one. Shoes off, everybody laid back. Hands on the chest. Gonna watch this late game, the the night game, the 49ers in Seattle. 49ers look good. 49ers and the Dolphins look good. Miami and Detroit looks good. I'm talking about a Super Bowl matchup. That's what I'm talking about. Looks good for the people. Looks good for the bottom dollar. I'm going with the 49ers. But I'm wondering who's going to be the show out player. And I don't like the conversation around Mr. Purdy. Yes, he was Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick of the draft. He has the best rating of all quarterbacks. Statistically, he is the number one quarterback in the NFL this year. He's not getting that one mention of MVP. You know why? They say he has the weapons. It's the weapons. It's not him. But everybody has weapons. He has a receiver, he has a tight end, he has a running back, 
And he has a defense that's right there for him. And there's a left tackle and a right tackle to understand the philosophy of blocking. Who's to blame? But is it fair or unfair that Mr. Purdy is not mentioned in MVP conversations due to the fact that he was drafted last and they normally don't get the recognition that he's getting? Well, kids, boys, and girls, and children of all ages, I want you to enjoy this Thanksgiving Eve, Thanksgiving Eve, and most importantly, enjoy your Thanksgiving with your family and friends and loved ones. And don't forget, make sure the food is done. All right, kids, enjoy the rest of your day and Thanksgiving. Tune in to Who's to Blame, the podcast, episode 537, and I'm your boy, Dre Montez. Until next time, peace, and we out.